28 and a half point underdogs last time the spread I saw uh, for the Boston College Florida State game. Is there any chance this team could actually keep up with the Knolls? We'll look at what they need to do to try to keep this game under control and how this game should go for Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked on BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So all this talk right now with Boston College football, getting ready for their third game of the season against Florida State is not that BC is going to win this game or that this game is going to be even close, but how bad will the beating be? It feels like we see the spread last I saw on FanDuel. It was 25 and a half. And it seems like the spread has been going down, which is interesting, even though most of the money's going towards Florida state, but how can Boston college stay in this game? Because if you talk to anyone, if you saw I was on a couple of FSU podcasts earlier uh, this week, my prediction's not is not pretty. And I've I've gone on this podcast and I've said why between the talent that the, the Seminoles have, when you have Jordan Travis and and Trey Benson and Jaheim Bell and Keon Coleman, and then the defense is really good. And they're playing at national championship level at this point. When they are playing against Boston College, a team who is barely playing at FBS level, a team littered with mistakes that barely beat Holy Cross, lost to NIU. You can understand why there's skepticism that BC can even keep this close. If they go out there and play like they have been, they're going to get their doors blown off. That's that's not a, a surprise. I think everyone agrees with that. But on today's show, what I want to look at, how can be, what, let's, let's pretend here. Keyword pretend. What could BC do to keep this game close? What do they need to do to, to, to stay in this game, to not lose like 62 to 10 or whatever some folks are saying? There's a few things that I think could keep this game within reach and and not a complete disaster. The first thing Boston College needs to do is something that I remember Steve Adazio always preaching for these games. It was always the game plans that he would have against Clemson. And to credit to Daz, there was a few games against top 25 teams. Clemson, I think I think of a lot where he was able to to do this, which is you got to limit Florida state's uh, possessions. You cannot go out there and have three and outs and expect your defense to stand on their heads over and over again. The defense could make some stops. I'm not going to say that they're not going to, but you need to do what you did against Holy cross in the first half. 
that first drive that BC had against Holy Cross, the one that took almost like three quarters of the first quarter, would be a godsend against Florida State. Because what are you doing by doing that? Of course, they, it ended with a touchdown, but it kept Matthew Sluka on the bench. If you can keep Jordan Travis on the bench, you can keep Johnny Wilson on the bench and Keon Coleman. That's a good sign. Because as I've said, the last thing Boston College wants to do is turn this into a track meet. If you turn this into a track meet, if you if Castellanos goes out there and it's like three and out punt to Florida State, Florida State scores three and out, you're going to see what you're expecting to happen. It's not going to be pretty. You need to move the chains and you and preferably drag it out as long as you can. Take that clock and drain it. Try to keep the the you know Florida State offense on on the bench as long as you can. That's the only one of the only things that's going to need to happen. Now, this weekend has a second extra piece that could also work towards having some maybe some fluky success for Boston College, and that's the weather. Now, we've been watching the the, the forecast, and there's no some folks have been asking, will this game get moved to Friday? It won't. Florida State's not on a plane right now, so they're not going to move it earlier. If, the only thing I can think of is the potential that this hurricane is going to hit early Saturday uh, or or the remnants of this hurricane or the side. It looks more like the, the edge of the hurricane is going to hit on Saturday. Move the game later. Whatever that case, whatever the case may be, that weather maybe could slow down Florida State's offense for you. If it's windy and you can't throw the ball, and it's slick because I've heard Alumni Stadium can get slick with this weather. Maybe that'll slow them down too. Maybe it'll even out things because Florida State gets some very good athletes. And maybe just that piece will happen. And then the other piece of the weather that could help is turnovers. And again, this is a two-double-edged sword. And believe me, I, I have more faith that Florida State will get turnovers than Boston College will. But maybe they will be able to, you know, slip slippery ball, <laughs> slippery balls. That's what she said, right? So you you have that potential as well. So turnovers, turnovers would be absolutely gigantic. I think BC has, you know, they obviously they had De Palma uh, fumble recovery. I know they had one against NIU. They've had a little bit more success with turnovers this year than they did have in, in, in the years past. Getting a turnover, you know, kind of flipping the game a little bit early, especially, would be huge. If they can get any sort of momentum and try to keep Florida State from running away with the game, that would be enormous. So I, th- I, I think weather, turnovers, long drives, those are the things that could keep BC in this game. Obviously, there's a lot of other things that are going to happen that could make this a blowout turnovers on BC's and dumb penalties, which have been plaguing BC um, just good plays by the Knowles. Cause they're very good. All of those things are going to make it harder. Do I think uh, on tomorrow's show, I'll tell you exactly what I think is going to happen, but that's kind of my thought. I wanted to go into this and say, okay, let's not be all doom and gloom here. What would BC need to do to win this? And they're going to need some, uh, the last piece is they're going to need some luck. 
they're going to need to, to, to maybe get a gadget play out there. Something we haven't seen. I mean, I look at Ryan O'Keefe, probably one of the few guys that can match and talk Th- Thomas Castellanos can too. match the speed of Florida state. Do something weird. Look, no one's expecting anything from Boston college in this game. I mean, the, the spread, the prognostications, it's all against you. Just try stuff. See what happens. See if you can get, you know, you, you're going to want long drives. And believe me, you don't want to go away from that. But maybe, like, maybe you go up early. Say you have a first drive and you score. And, you're like, you're feeling good. Do something. You know, try an onside kick. Try a gimmick play, a gadget play on that next drive. Do something. Don't just go in and expect to play one-on-one against Florida State and expect to win. You need to try things like onside kicks and stuff like that. So we'll see. Should be uh, an interesting game. (laughs) All right. In a moment, speaking of interesting, we're going to get into Thomas Castellanos, who's uh, his, his actions from last game are starting to creep up, and we'll talk about what that means in a moment. Now, Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not hoping that you have the access to medication in an emergency. Jace case makes it Jace Medical makes you sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code locked on at ca- checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com promo code locked on. This is Locked on BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Wednesday. Hope you guys are all doing well, and we're watching the weather. Hopefully, you're staying safe, and I hope it misses because, yeah, it would be nice to get the game a little bit closer than maybe some folks are expecting, and weather would definitely do that. But you only get seven home games or six home games a year. I remember going to that, but I've mentioned this before, going to the Buffalo game a couple of years ago when it was really raining and it was gross. They're miserable games to go to like college football in the rain, especially when it's pouring, you just sit there for three hours during TV breaks and stuff. It's not fun. So I hope, I hope that the weather holds on so that folks can go, especially because it's the red bandana game. The red bandana game, no matter where BC is in the, in the, in the rank standings and how they've been playing is a special moment at Boston college. And it's something that I hope more people that are watching these games um, get to know more about. And I said on another podcast, if you are new, maybe you're a Florida state fans. You you saw my title of my article going, I mean, my podcast, you're like, Oh, I got to listen to this loser who thinks BC is going to beat Florida state. And I didn't say that, Uh, but maybe you want to know more about the red bandana. Um, Go to YouTube and look up the Reddit man, the man in the red bandana. And you're going to find the video from ESPN. Uh, Tom Rinaldi did, I think like 10 years ago. It's amazing. Go watch it. Do yourself a favor. uh, Learn the story. I see so many people and I that don't understand it. And they're like making jokes about 
the bloods and the crips. Oh, BC's blooded, huh? And it annoys the ever living heck out of me because this story is way more important and valuable. And these folks, I I just hope go out and watch it. I hope folks, maybe if you, you maybe you're not ones making you know callous jokes like or callous comments like that. You just maybe you just don't know it. Maybe you're younger and you just you didn't live through 9-11. Go watch the video. It has survivors. It tells about Wells Crowther. It is well worth your time uh, to go check that out. Okay. Now, it's kind of changing the pace here a little bit. Quarterback Thomas Castellanos has been under fire uh, since Saturday's game for his actions that led to a personal foul when he taunted a Holy Cross player, <clears throat> pointing at him and then running out of bounds one yard short of a first down. After the game, if you follow Castellanos on Instagram, he had a he had um, a post up and. It wasn't very, it did not show a lot of remorse for what he did. And what it said was, the way I ball, no yellow. The ref gave me a red card. S-I-U-U-U-U. I don't even know what the heck that means. But it seemed like you kind of, everyone's laughing. All the te- his teammates were laughing about it. Um, And based off of the comments that Jeff Halfley has made about how they didn't, they're taking this seriously and he's going to bench Castellanos. If he does something like that again, having that comment staying out there did seem kind of, I don't know. It just seemed kind of crass. So on Wednesday evening, Thomas Castellanos put up this post on Instagram. It says, I apologize to the Holy Cross and Boston College communities for my actions in Saturday's game. My actions were unacceptable, unbecoming of my university, and caused a distraction for my teammates and coaches. I am a fierce competitor and strive to be a leader on and off the field. I'm truly sorry, and I will do better. Perfect. You had to. He had to say that. And to his credit, like, he is a fear. Oh, I mean, watch him on the field. He is a fierce competitor, uh, but he's got to rein the stuff in, right? Uh, you're not Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel uh, was a Heisman winner and was able to beat big teams. And that's when he started to have, you know, or Baker Mayfield. They were both bra- big braggers and, and taunters, but you're just learning and you just lost to NIU two weeks ago. Let's let's, you can still be happy and, 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 make your big moves when, you know, your celebrations, when you score or, you know, do the first down signal, but don't show up your opponent. That's never okay. And for Boston college right now, it, it's a bad look. It was a bad look that whole, all the, a lot of the penalties that had happened were bad looks for BC, but Castellanos, he, I hope he did some soul searching. My, my only hope about this is that this is a, a true apology on his behalf. I hope he looked into himself and said, yeah, this is not what the way I want to project how I look and how I act on the field and not because Boston College told him to do it. I worry that this is, I mean, um, the way it, it reads to me, I'm a little skeptical. It reads almost like a press release uh, written by the school. But maybe it isn't. Maybe he maybe he wanted it and he was just, you know, thinking like, okay, this is, you know, maybe I need some help on how to how to write it out. And then, and then they helped him. And that's okay. That's okay. I don't care who wrote it. As long as he feels it, that's what's important. Because 
you know, he needs to, he needs to be able to get his team in the best way to uh, best positions to succeed and doing stuff like that. Like he did on Saturday was not the best choice, but as I told the Florida state podcast that I've been on, I did a couple this week, you know, he is dynamic. He is, he's got that it. And I like that about Thomas. I think he's got a flair to him. That's going to help them win games. And the part that I love the most about watching him play so far, I I do like, I like a little bit of, uh, of, of spunk. That's always fun. But I feel like the part that I like the most is that he's improving each week. Like remember his first game against NIE when he first got out there and was trying to throw deep balls, they were nowhere near the people he was throwing it to. By the end of this week, he was, he was hitting them. He hit that big long pass to Jaden Williams. He's starting to get things. So if he continues to improve all the power to him, but man, I hope he's ready because this weekend is going to be tough for him. And this is going to be his first major big test. He's been able to sit back in pockets and just choose what he wants to do and try it out. It's going to be a lot different when you have Florida state's line bearing down on you. Um, And it's going to be interesting to see how he grows and, and evolves in this and how he handles it. It should be a fun one to watch. All right. In a moment, we're going to get into uh, Zay. I want to talk about Zay. I think you guys might want to talk about Zay too, right? We'll get into that in just a moment. Now, if you're like me, you love going out. I love going to the theater. I love going to games, concerts, you name it. I, I want to do it more often. I, I get kids though, so sometimes it's hard. But I also don't have the time to search for tickets. And that's where game time comes in. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets. And the best part, you can get them for sports, music, comedy, and theater. But you also know where your seat's going to be. No guesswork there. You just look, boom, oh, that's where I'm sitting. You buy the tickets, it's perfect. And what I love about game time too is they have flash sales. Like you're, If you decide day of you want to go to a Red Sox game or a New England Patriots game, you can find flash deals and last-minute tickets. No months in advance of planning, they got days of the tickets right up to the event. So get images of your seats, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. This is Locked On BC. I am your host AJ Black. On tomorrow's show. You're going to want to check this out. We're going to have Mitch on. Mitch and I are going to give our predictions for Saturday's game. Will we think blowout? Will we think BC is going to keep it close? You're going to have to wait to see. Now, let's wrap this up with football that doesn't involve the current team. And I want to talk about Zay Flowers, who had his first NFL game this weekend against the Houston Texans. Game Houston. I mean, um, the Ravens won. I think it was like 22 to 6. Now, Zay showcased as, as someone told me later, I love the way they say this, that he belongs in the NFL in one game. You saw watching him. I think he finished with seven catches for about 90 yards and he rushed the ball twice. All those great moves that he, you saw at BC, he was replicating in the NFL. Do you know what that means? When you're in the when you're in college, you're playing a bunch. You know you'll you'll run into corners that end up in the NFL. 
And then there's other guys that are just, you know, they'll, this is it for them for football and Zay can make them look silly. He's doing this against solid NFL cornerbacks. He's making them juked out of their feet, you know, doing the same kinds of moves where, you know, it's impossible to get him on that first move. And he was the leading receiver for the Ravens in this game. He is going to be special in the NFL already. I I just love watching him. This is a guy that deserves it. Remember, Zay Flowers played for BC last year after getting offered to go somewhere else. He stayed at BC and they went three and nine and his effort never wavered ever. I think the last play he made in his BC career was a touchdown catch against Syracuse. Again, they were way behind anyways. And he, I believe if I remember the play correctly, he juked a couple more players off and got into the end zone. That's the kind of guy he is. He never gives up. He never stops. He never slows down. And now he's on a team that just lost JK Dobbins for the year. There goes my fantasy team already, but they got Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr. He's got talent around him. He's already becoming the star in those wide receiver rooms. Yeah, OBJ is going to be good, but Zay's the real star right now. And I think he's going to continue to get better. So it was so great to see him. I saw Matt Milano had an interception. Um, Chris Lindstrom did not have a very good game, so I'm not going to get into that one. Tommy Sweeney is basically out. I think he's on a wave. I think he was a health waiver. Um, Isaiah McDuffie's out there, A.J. Dillon. But I wanted to talk about Zay. I don't think we're ever going to see another wide receiver like Zay Flowers at Boston College. I, I do think he's a once-in-a-generation player for BC. But what I love also is that he left his legacy. He was at the NIU game. He, you know, he finished his season, gets drafted, and what does he do? He comes right back to Boston College. He was there over the summer. Um, and I think it was, I forget what he was there for, but he was there to help BC recruit. I don't know if he was helped there to help BC recruit, but he met, he was there the weekend they had some big time wide receivers because the Zay effect at Boston College is real. Um, Ryan O'Keefe, when I was talking to him in the summer, I really, I think it was Ryan. Yeah. Ryan said he came to BC because he saw Zay. Folks know about Zay. They want to be like Zay. So while we're watching him kick, kick butt in the NFL, his legacy is going to continue to help Boston College. And I think that's so cool. On tomorrow's show, we'll be doing predictions with Mitch. Make sure to follow me at AJBlack247. Thank you all so much. Hopefully we'll have recruiting news coming up soon too. We're getting closer to basketball. We're getting closer to women's basketball and hockey. You're going to want to make sure you have Locked On BC, Locked On wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that like button on YouTube if you're there and make sure to like our videos. It does help. Thank you all so much. We'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.